Put your hands up. Yeah, I gotta do that. Sorry. You remember back in the day, um, like R&B love songs? Yeah. Yeah. Were really heartfelt love songs, man. Like if you take like uh, the 1970s kind of funk, yeah, influenced uh, R&B. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? You know yeah. that? You know that area? The way they wrote the songs was Temptations. so. Vulnerable, vulnerable mm. and, and real, but at the same time masculine, mm. not to the point of being stupid and weak and like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And not, not so shallow, unless it was a jokey kind of The songwriting of a love song was much better back in the day. And yeah. even, you know, in the 90s, we grew up 90s, right? There was plenty of uh, R&B groups who wrote really interesting love songs. Yeah. Like, have you heard on Usher's first album, he, he took that uh, Ice Cube sample, the yeah. Dun, and he has a song called One Day You'll Be My and he talks like it's a very nice song man. you will not hear something like that today today it has to be vulgar and provocative and crass you know what I mean like it's like when we were talking about comedy the other day it's becoming it's like how with comedy becoming toilet humor toilet humor with music it's kind of taking that direction as well with toilet RB? music. Toilet music. Do you think that it's uh, you know the, the the people are demanding this or is it it's being shoved into the consumers? Hard to say. So you know, I think here's the thing, right? When we say people demand it, the fact is, uh, the human being has. Are you these, sure about uh, this fact? No, but check this out. I think you'll agree with this. I know. I think you'll agree with this. It's, it's pretty obvious, right? So the human being has the basic needs. Lust is like a need, right? It's a drive. You yeah. see? Yeah. Uh, what the marketeers do then is they say, okay, if that is a, yeah, if that is a drive and a need, we will service That's that need yeah. with no ethics and no class. You see, so uh, it's not a question of whether the public demands it or not. It's just they're playing to that that lust nature. It's not an evolved kind of service. It's a it's a very but then it becomes a demand. So they spark it, they push it, they they like market it and all that, and then people's senses get it's like, like here's the ignited. Thing. Initially initially I, I used to believe that it was like the, the chicken and the egg argument, mm. right? Which came first. Was it the people that demanded it or the people or the, the industry supplied it? But then I started to look at it from a different angle. Jib, is that your phone? Yeah yeah sir. I started to look Same at it thank God it's not <laughs> I started to look at it from a different angle, which is that if I package anything to a catchy tune and put it in the form of a chant for a hook mm-hmm. regardless of what I say it will catch on yes right so and then that's what I started believing it could actually be an industry push as opposed to a people's demand because then I could put anything and this this form of chanting um, melodic approach to it makes it very attractive but this is only new age though this this never existed okay I, I do believe chanting and all that is, is something that's uh, rhythmically uh, maybe wired in us, mesmerizing. Uh, you know, but yeah, exactly, it's mesmerizing. But this whole getting a catchy tune and and dropping a hook and saying it all over again in a melodic way is is it is new age industry yeah. kind of. Um, it's a recent thing, uh, and 
I've read, yeah, that uh, what how people look at it as music has become producer oriented. Yeah, producer driven. So uh, it's like we were talking about fashion trends, right? Yeah. Uh, so sounds can become trends. Mm. Uh, Akon set a trend. Uh, uh, what you call it? Uh, That's right. Who's the guy who used the auto tune? T Pain. T Pain oh set a trend. Uh, David Guetta and all these guys set trends. Sonic trends, yeah. Yeah. If you're not with the sonic trend, you're not in style. So they play to that trend you're when you're in fashion. You're not. <laughs> you're not in fashion. fashion yeah. No, exactly. You're not in fashion. Very good. Uh, the consumer is a simple creature, right? So if it sounds like it's today, it's current. That's if relevant. it sounds different, I don't know how to feel about that because most consumers are just following a fashion. Yeah. Right. Uh, decision making is null. You know what I mean? It's just like, is it fashion? Or oh, let me be part of it. So same thing happens to music. And I think what's happened is. Uh, songwriters are not rewarded as much for songwriting. So there's a hu- hmm. there's a human disconnect now with writing. Yeah, people don't read as much. People don't write as well. Yeah. Huh? Because one uh, forty uh, characters and uh, status updates and Snapchats uh, to express yourself through words be- has become a real challenge for a lot of people. I see it even in work. Like people don't know how to write the emails, bro. Seriously. You know what I'm trying <laughs> to say? And they look at me True. like when I break down an email, people look at me like hey, you should you should teach English. Like what? talking about man this is basic thing express yourself bro yeah so somehow songwriting has there's a lack of appreciation of songwriting when you actually get into songwriting and how these guys it's are beautiful like yeah. a d'angelo voodoo album oh man God. the way he expresses his pain you know like the expression of pain through words how Amazing. do you do beautiful, that man yeah. how do you put these uh, textural uh, images with single words and take people into a place that's a metaphor but actually a visual experience that you can relate to yeah. songwriting is so powerful people like bob dylan and all these types of things mm-hmm. they will not be able to survive today yeah um I think like Adele has good songwriting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then again, it panders to a certain. But very smartly done. Very smartly done songwriting. And I don't know to say um, we should get back to that and all. It's like the, a long the, the thing. The one I died. I just recently saw a documentary. Amy Winehouse. Her. Yeah, man, she's crazy. She's oh, crazy. Man. She writes her own. Incredibly talented. So to go back to the initial point you're hey, drawing, Jibba, um <laughs> you're saying like it became a, a producer-based industry today, right? Like the producer is kind of leading it as opposed yeah. to the songwriters. Yeah. So. Who's I don't know maybe there's no answer to this, but I'll ask it anyway. So whose fault would it be? Is it the producers or the art, the singer or the rapper? I don't think we can talk fault. Do you think that's why uh, there's a, there's more of a beats culture right now that's happening? Is because of the lack of like more of, people wanted to be, wanting um, to become producers as opposed wanting to wanting to become producers and for example like. Um, I would say like any the, the all the emerging music right now is just basically instrumental based. You hardly mm. hear any vocals. If there's vocals, they're actually sampled from from back when the actual you know yeah. uh, vocals were good. Yeah, vocals, vocals were good. good. Exactly. So they're pretty much they're trying to express themselves now instead of in the via, lyrics exactly via the music exactly. Itself. The fact is is that yes, it was like that um, since the industry was taking control of everything, but now. Uh, the independent movement has risen, and it's actually uh, throwing the industry to to you know to the left basically, and and it's taking forward. And thank you to the internet, you know. Um, same thing with movies as well. The independent movies out there, like there's mad festivals that that promote independent independent movie. It's just that you have to look, uh, you have to find it. You know. I'm saying I wonder sometimes, right? Why should people care? You know what I mean? Like we can we can talk about how art is this and it used to be and it used to be why should people really care because and i say that because 
uh, end of the day, I mean, in my opinion, you can all correct mm. me if I'm wrong. Art is a luxury. Uh, the reality of life is the reality of life. Art is a part of it, but it's a luxury. You know what I mean? Some How people is it are a luxury? Because some people are so busy that they don't have time to sit and make art or appreciate art. Some people are really that busy mm. and they're tied up in the system and the way things work, you see? So, uh, uh, why should people care? Like, let it be what it is. It's changing, it's changing colors. Okay, artists don't make money. Let them, I, who, who care? You know what I mean? Why should people care? What is art actually changing in my life? Is, that's the question that I'm trying to pose. Art takes you away from all that. Art is the part of reality that is animated that, that you can find a place in where you don't have to deal with the reality. If you hear a track that really moves you, mm. you, you think you're just bumps, moved yeah. like that? These are actual level, chemicals yeah. that are moving in you. So, um, I think that's what what art is, man. It's not. Go ahead. So here, here's the thing. Like, when when you address it as a as a form of art, then I see that there is multiple levels to it, right? Okay. In one way, um, it's a form of expression. So mm. when you're looking at the realities of life, artists are translators of that. Ideally, right? Ideally speaking, they should be um, a way to translate that to let people know how you feel, or you know. To co- or sort of pre, uh, paint um, an imaginary world that will take you away from that reality kind of goes to Firas's point. But also, looking at it from a completely different angle, that it's also a, a form of documentation, right, um, of what is happening at that time. So for I was, um, I was checking out this really interesting TED Talk by an artist who was talking about um, the Sistine Chapel and the history and the story to it, right, mm. where if uh, you guys have ever been to Rome and you go through the, the tour to see the Sistine Chapel. I mean, it's corridors upon corridors going up to different floors and ladders out throughout the Vatican of, you know, statues, different paintings, different pieces of history. Um, it is just a very long process till you actually finally get to the who Sistine Chapel. Who commissioned it? Right? So who commissioned it was the, uh, the church. It was, um, I think, Pope Philip II or something like that. Um, I don't remember his name. And then Michelangelo was... Um, one of the painters that worked that worked on it. So what made his work really interesting on the ceiling was that he came. In, he was he started he was uh, he started off as a painter and then he left that and went to study sculpting and he became a sculptor. So when he came back, his approach to the painting was very different compared to what was happening at that time um, in the in the Roman art because they were heavy paint. There were paintings of you know um, uh, Jesus and um, the reality of that time painted on but what's your point and just to show you how he kind of went against the norm or against what was the belief he it was after it was done it was um labeled as pornography because he had naked figures right mm. um but then even till this day it's still seen as a holy place but then the book is the source yeah right so the book is there uh converting the book into a piece of art is a luxury it's commissioned by somebody who had money no, leave, leave aside how well he did it. That's that's amazing. Art is the process of making a piece of art is is very interesting as an intellectual pursuit. That's fine. I'm talking about like just bring it now. Let's bring it back to now. Now, uh, art is no longer um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, restricted to the intellectual elite. Everybody can make it and put it out there. Everybody has a platform now. So, that, yeah. so there's an abundance of art. You see. So now there's an abundance of arts. So the value of art has gone down, right? Makes sense, no? Yeah. So with everybody throwing, throwing up things that they consider art and this is my work and blah, blah, blah. 
Why should people care anymore? Because abundance, uh, art is so abundant. But it's, it's, Even it's music. a matter of per- perception at the end of the day. Right? Yeah, so most art now is not really adding value. And to say that it should add value is one thing, but then again, what value? Let's talk about what, what value art really brings. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, what is the value that art is bringing? We need to answer that question. See, in my opinion, uh, you raised the point about how art is an escape. That's, that is actually true. Uh, but my argument against that is that we're escaping too much. There's too many sources of escape. There because is po- there's so much happening in reality that's as the well. Thing. Now, as much as now, as much so then, as is it much still as, a luxury or is it a norm now? Um, because there was a time when we couldn't. You see, there was a time no, when we didn't have platforms. This is a luxury right that, now. So it was a luxury then, not now, based on abundance. That right? is true. Because now with the availability and it's, there's too much of it, then it's being that's, commoditized. That's true, but. When you go to these places where people sort of uh, wax poetic about art and stuff, it's usually people of a higher socioeconomic status. They can come and sit and talk about how it makes them feel and oh, it's just the thing and the thing and the process. But like, how does it affect the layman's life? It doesn't. When you look at tribal music, when you look at traditional music, um, be it Sudanese music, even in Sri Lankan music, the basic mm. instruments that they created in the poetry. These things take you, you away, know, man. After you spend the entire day uh, slaving away on your farmland, you come back, you gather around and, you know, people play their instruments and they sing it, okay. they talk about their lives. That's what, things like the but blues. I have agreed with that, right? I, yeah. it, is a, it is a form of escapism. What I'm saying is, if we're going to say art is a form of escapism, let it be that way. You want it to be that way. You're that's saying an angle. that way for me. Okay, that's fine. So for that, most people... That's one angle. That's what that, I'm that's looking not, at. Exactly. Okay, so there's mo- multiple There's multiple ways to look to at it. it. Let's just say escapism for one. That's one. Um... If it's a form of escapism, there is no wonder that it is the way it is. Because people are choosing all these, the content of music. Let's just take music, for example. If, If it is a form of escapism, there is no wonder that music is the way it is. Because people are trying so hard to escape. Now, I'm saying, if music wasn't an escape, if it was a way to address reality, music would sound different. You see... Um, we have too many ways to escape, in my opinion. Like, I I'm a, I was a big, big video gamer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of cut that down. You know what I mean? That was my addiction. <laughs> kind of. But then I realized, if, if I'm going to try and affect the world, inshallah, you know what I mean? Like, some, even a small way, I need to get up off the this, this seat and go out and meet somebody and talk to some people. Um, you need to participate in reality to change this reality and have an impact in reality. I think... This, this level of escapism is because people so, feel so disempowered that they um, they feel that they can't affect their reality anymore. The system is I'm too big, screwed well, up. Hold on, I'm not talking about the person who's creating the art. I'm talking about the po- person who's the receiving consumer? the art. The person who's receiving the art yes. is the one who doesn't have time. Like, rather than escape, they should be out there doing something. Don't they you They are all day. They are. They, I need what? The guy is not gonna sit there and listen to like the track for the twenty four hours and escape. No, man. It's part of your day. You're going. You're listening to the track, but you're in your own thoughts and you're listening to it and you're escaping. At the same time, you're participating in reality, man. Uh, I don't see how you're separating them. They're they're all integrated. Well, I mean, when I go to um, certain events and you've seen it, right? Uh, when you see all these guys uh, playing the role. A to Z of what they've seen in music videos. Yeah. Haven't you gone to events like that where you yeah. see these guys? It's like, bro, you just got that from a music video. Yeah. Even your, your behavior, yeah, the way you move, the way you like talk to people, is all borrowed from a music video. Mm. So this illusion, this escapist, escapism, 
yeah, this world, they're bringing it into reality. That's why the reality is an illusion right now. You understand what I'm trying but to say? But does that affect you? Uh, yes, kind of. Because it bothers me. Let's say it bothers, it bothers me. you. Yeah. So that even puts you more into reality. That's not even. It's not escaping. You're not being. You're not escaping. No. I don't. Uh, what I'm, I'm not, getting. I'm saying we what I'm getting. Escape. Yeah. No. No. What I'm getting is. Okay. So I'm. I'm trying to. Like align both points, right? So what Firas is saying is that pretty much within your 24 hours of your day, the mm. times where you're enjoying a form of art, and in this argument, we're taking music, right? So the time when you're actually spending enjoying music. You're not really escaping from reality. It's just a, a cognitive it's an escape. It's right? an illusion. It's, it's an illusion. It's a cognitive escape for that three minutes of the song or that five minutes where you're trying to be relaxed or you know trying to get away from the darkness around you or whatever it may be. That the, the kind of escape that you saw in that, mm-hmm. right? That's that's Firas's Pretty point. Much. Yeah. To your point, you're saying that um, this escape, this illusion has been so strong and been so commoditized and it's everywhere to the extent that it's being dragged from this escapism world or into this reality and it's being brought into reality and people are recreating reality with that illusion. exactly so reality is, is getting right? distorted so coming to my question now for the both of you which is that how if you were to correct it or you were to approach um some sort of maybe potential solution see how we were going to fix this what would it be? Is it, you know, uh, like how would you try to change that? Because now we agreed it, it used to be a luxury, but now it's becoming a commodity that is being an illusion. So now if if we want to fix that or drag people away from it, that's that's the hard part, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. people chose to move away to that illusion as opposed to accepting the reality that they're living in. Mm-hmm. Right. Here's the thing. Granted, you're not going to go to somebody's life and be like, no, this is not how you do it. This is how you do. That's not yes, going to work. You can't yeah. preach. You, can't you cannot preach. preach. Yeah, you don't exactly. want to be a preacher, right? Mm-hmm. So the reason why I asked you guys as as artists, as musicians, as rappers, right? As like we were saying at the beginning, there is that sense of responsibility. You're saying this is something that bothers you. Mm-hmm. Then how do, how do you want to go about it? How do you want to address it? Uh, you, look, off, off the top, right? My head. Uh, we're going to say music. We got to look at the purposes of music. Yeah. Uh, when, when if music is, for example, uh, it's we're defining its purpose as escapism, we need to maybe find a new purpose. Mm-hmm. Now, there's 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 subjects like uh, music therapy. Uh, What's that? Mu- it's it's I don't know much about it, but it's also it's using music as a form of healing. You know what I mean? Okay. Like for example, uh, getting an autistic child to learn how to play ah, piano. You yeah. know, like gets the gets the both sides of the brain. Well, I don't know. Okay. Like but he's I, asking well, you, what are you doing? No, uh, no, no. Leave me because I'm I'm just I'm not trying to do anything to anybody to affect. There was a um, this is an example of uh, of like ragas. You know ragas. No. Uh, I'm a bit hazy on the history of it, but um, I did a bit of research once. Uh, back in the day in the kingdoms in 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 India, uh, the I don't know what they call them rajas or whatever. Yeah. In their palaces, they'd have uh, people who played sitar and all them all the Indian instruments. And they play these, these ragas, which I think are like sequences of notes, uh, rhythmic, hypnotic, yeah? And they'd have specific ragas for specific times of the day. And he'd have, a, have people set up to play this type of music. And I believe there's a spiritual connection there. Mm. Because music is also a spiritual thing. Let's not forget that that's how music started. Right? It was a spiritual thing. Even, it, even during times of war, what did they do? They sent, they sent the drummer boy. You see, because there's something spiritual about music, yes or no, mm-hmm. right? So perhaps we can address music and look at it 
as a, 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 as a spiritual sort of tool. In which case, the use of music will change. If everybody's trying to escape, that means they need some kind of healing, does it not? Exactly. Right? Yeah. So maybe instead of escaping, you need healing. Yeah. Right? So can we make music that's healing? Because if you go on YouTube, you'll find like... Wasn't uh, there some scientific experiment about that once with, uh, with plants? How they respond to like classical music and the way a plant was, grows yes, or yes, something it, like that? Uh, uh, if you go on YouTube, you'll find plenty of like one hour long playlists of uh, meditative music and all these types of things. Man, I remember once... I listened to this concert by this flute player, a Sufi flute, flute player from Turkey, man. Hmm. Uh, I swear the notes he was hitting, man, it, it tripped me out and I fell asleep. Next yeah. I woke up and it was already like half an hour had gone off the video. Yeah. This guy was playing some crazy You know what I mean? Yeah. And that exists. Those playing styles exist, man. Back in the day, the oud, the maqams, they, they were, they, when, when you were sick, they'd send a oud player to come and play certain maqams for you to, to help your healing process. Is there a side of music that's not being so explored? So is that a new angle? Or, is, or it actually, is it an old angle that is It's an old angle that's forgotten. lost. It's that is being lo- forgotten. It's exactly. Because, because lost, right? this is like being commodified. The drums, the, the war drums you're talking about, um, in Arabic they call it the duf, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh-huh. And those were, and it goes, to, like, it even connects to one of our old conversations. We were talking about how drum kits, they um, they define different sounds and different music. Drums styles, make right? styles, yeah. Yeah, right? So, always the, the drums... And especially the kicks, like you'd feel that in your chest. Yeah, it'll hype you up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So for you, when it's your drummer boy, like it'll get you excited. Mm-hmm. Versus when it's your opponent's drummer boy, yeah, yeah. it could scare yeah, you. Yeah, and they had war chants and all that. Yeah. You know. So then, and then when you look at, at the spiritual music, uh, like these guys, and you have the the, the huge movement in Morocco, Gnawa. Yeah. Gnawa music, like, dude, it's it's a single um it's a single note. Yeah, that the instrument's is, is very expressed. minimal. Yeah, 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 very minimal instrument. I don't know what it's called. Um, but it's the highly, I would say, manipulated, for lack of a better word, the way the, the musician would play that. Mm. And he'd managed to create these rhythms off of it, and it's just, it takes you to a whole other world, whole right? Nother place. So then, is the escapism that the people are going through today a new way of, it's a lack of spirituality, so, they're trying, so they see it as just escapism? I believe so. Your your spirituality context of it is sort of the phase two of that escapism, isn't it? Uh, in the in the in the on the road to correcting itself. Yes. Yes, I believe so, man. I do believe so. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of work that's been done into it, but it's it's not it's not mainstream yet. You know what I mean? Um, you have you heard of gong meditations? No. Have you have you been to a gong meditation? Uh, I've been to one, man. They make you lie down and stuff in a group. And she has this set of gongs. You know what a gong is? Yeah. It's like a brass yeah. a bell, mm-hmm. but it's like a plate. Yeah. And she 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 plays them in a certain way that the vibrations with your along with your meditative process take you to a place. It breaks you from this reality, like an escapism. But she she um, she poses certain thoughts in your mind that let you dwell dwell on yourself Before and allow you to. It? No, as she's playing. Oh, as she's playing, and she's asking like questions. Even, even yeah, even before she plays it, she she makes you stand up, and then uh, she she says, "Okay, this gong meditation is about this theme," you know. Okay. So you put that in your mind, and then the gong allows you to relax and break away from your root into this world. You know what I mean? Mm. So you go into your mind, detach from your body, and then explore what's in your brain. You know what I'm trying to say? I feel this is an advancement. People kind of look at this as like old things people look at uh, spirituality as old but i think spirituality is a technology like remember remember when you're talking about um d'angelo 
and uh, especially that song Lady. Yeah, and how it went gospel. Yes. Yeah. The progression. It starts and off as a typical the level of thinking and behind it. It starts off as a typical love song. Yeah. But he takes you through this journey the, and then towards and the, the end. The positioning of the ad libs and everything is so yes. gospel, yeah. It, 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 towards the end it, it just rises mm. in energy and it becomes very gospel, yeah. right? Um so things like that, as a as a consumer of such a sound, right? Okay, D'Angelo created that. He's expressing his love to his lady, hence the whole, um, it starts it off as a love song and it ends as a gospel because he looks at her um, to, of that stature, right? Mm-hmm. So as a consumer of that song, you're taken through this emotional journey throughout the track, mm-hmm. right? Um, is it, and this is, and I think this might maybe support your point for us, is that of maybe at, at times it's not just escapism, but really... Healing. Understanding a form of expression. It's good. A point being, end of the day, right? This um, cultivation, curation of emotion. I explained music, like music, art in a in a way. Once I said, um, art is a person's ability uh, to create empathy in you. Hmm. You see, nice one. So, and and a true artist is a person that can create something. That allows you to empathize with him and feel what he or she is feeling. Really? This, yep. is a, this is a master of art, yeah. Yes. And even a culinary artist is an artist because the taste that's in his taste buds and in his is mind able to is able to, to exactly. create it for you. Exactly. So you're yeah. tasting what he's tasting. This is mastering that's art. That's true. Uh, this is no longer rewarded. It's not the pinnacle of music anymore. You understand? Like imagine uh, if the Grammy Awards, for example. I know that's it's a award show. If that, if when they say album of the year, it's the album that showed the mastership of this this disability. It's not that anymore, and Except this is this not, is yeah. what's happening, right? True. You're not finding people who are curating emotions. It's very emotionless music. Even rap lost emotion. You know what I'm trying to say? Hmm. Man, have you heard? Have you ever like sat through the What's Going On album? There's a song called Flying High in a Friendly Sky, man. And he's dwelling from the perspective of a man who's come back from Vietnam and he's lost himself to uh, addiction. Hmm. Okay? He has a line where he, the way he sings it, self-destruction's in my head, oh Lord. The note he hits, man, and the way that the whole composition is structured, you can, he takes you there. He takes you there, man. He makes you feel pain. Yeah. Dudes don't want to deal with pain no more. I don't think so, man. They want to deal with two things, lust and aggression. And that's the problem with, for example, hip-hop. Hip-hop has failed itself, honestly. It's yeah. big-time failed itself. Even pop music's failed itself. I all mean, new, all music has failed itself. Yes, but it's not lost completely. It's still there. Again, I say, if you, if you want to find it, you will find it. You look, you will find it. There no, are, I get, I'm, 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 with, I'm with you 100% for us. That's exactly what it is. Like, if, you really want to, if you really want to find that, that kind of quality, you will you, find you, it. It's, it's, it's like the saying we got back home where it's like, you know, who asks questions never get lost. Right, yeah, yes. you want to find something you could dig through and find it, right? True, but um, and when, when you look at hip hop, initially that's what it was, it was a self expression of the reality, mm-hmm. right? Um, which is why the way, um, the way I'm understanding is that is that what was the emotion of hip hop? Aggression, there was a lot of aggression, aggression a lot of right? anger. So, I'm saying, here's, here's what also bothers me, but it's talking about is like at least right now is on the mainstream angle, right. No, I'm talking about when hip hop started. Primarily, it was uh, glory, mm. glorification yep. of self, of surrounding, self pride, 
self pride because they didn't have pride they, the only way they could do it is through music and african americans is very musical yeah they've preserved music tradition really strongly you know it's very admirable uh but the primary emotion after that is aggression yeah that's why when uh, hip hop came out punk musicians loved hip hop rock musicians even uh, like they appreciated hip hop the aggression hmm. um but then that's all was, cool but when there was the sense there's the the time of positivity that came to that afterwards uh that was like the tri- the jungle brothers tribe called yeah. quest type of guys they came with that afrocentric consciousness exactly. Exactly. that's dope that era went and the aggression continued right now i'm saying in this day and age we in a world filled with aggression it is only aggression aggression and lust hmm. lust for power lust for material things and aggression towards each other because we are all in a state of lust yeah. don't take my thing from me But the emotional um mastery has been lost and yeah. i'm proposing you know how if if a rapper talks conscious things or soft like this this type of philosophical stuff it's considered soft or like ah he's just like some kind of space rapper like you know when kendrick lamar dudes call him a space rapper and stuff because mm. he's talking he's making sense what kind of ridiculousness is this man <laughs> where are you you're like are you stupid dude. man yeah. get a book when you get a book and sit with real people this type of conversation is the meat and potatoes of life yeah and hip hop has failed itself i'm saying it's failed like more 9 out of 10 rappers i feel i even i failed myself when i look back at my old music man i'm disappointed in the character that why? i was i was why are you because disappointed? because the aggression it doesn't help nobody man what what uh, can you give me an example of, like uh, like in lo- most of low life was all aggression man i i understand that it had to come out but most of it was just aggression man. but that's it, the thing like this is the way i'm looking at it the way you're talking about it now in hindsight mm. is what's interesting because the fact is that if you didn't let go of that aggression that would have kept going on That's right true. so everybody has some degree of aggression that they, you got to release it's mm-hmm. it's a very strong emotion even if it's a primitive emotion it's a very strong one that takes over mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that's why they tell you like you should never a lot of things you shouldn't be doing when you're angry mm-hmm. because that takes over and it clouds your judgment mm-hmm. so you had to go through that experience you had to release it mm-hmm. somehow whether you you release the album or not is besides the point but you had to release it in the best way you know possible which is creatively through rap music right so now that you've released it looking in hindsight you're able to say that but at the time at the time no you wouldn't well, have seen it like that wasn't there the responsibility factor comes in in perspective here it does exactly this it I'm does right because but here this is what i'm coming to even back then lyrically and what you were saying was it, it did play on some degree of responsibility like you weren't putting out trashy music it's right? not as bad that's as a exactly. lot of people no, that's for yeah, sure that's no that's i a agree, lot of people yeah that's why like for example you know i'm like i'm i'm very happy you know hanging out with you guys because and a lot of people here like you know that other time the conversation with suerte where he said you know um he uses you and firas as an example when he's talking to the new kids because you kind of started off uh, you started off at somewhere but if you weren't expressing that aggression right you wouldn't have been used in his example so that means that sense of responsibility was there because i think that co- that comes that's a beat in a form of upbringing or in the form of uh, n- nature versus nurture argument you understood it to some degree look but uh, otherwise your aggression you, would have been very negative do you not believe that uh, methods of hand of dealing with emotions can be taught to people even if even if it is taught 
I no. think it's something you need to experience. Like yeah, uh, but hold on, yes or like it's a yes or no? Because I'm gonna <laughs> follow up with nay. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay or nay? I okay, hate, you I, do. I, I take it, it back. I hate it when people say that. I hate that yay or nay. Like especially um, on Twitter, yay or nay, nay, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, it could be taught. Right. So like in this world right now sorry I, can you ask that question again what i'm saying is do you believe that uh, people can teach you how to process your emotions and 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 deal with it is, yeah you, you got ang- that, you yeah. got anger management training for that like, yeah on yeah, a basic level on anger a basic management level, yeah. anger management let's say for example yeah. now i'm saying in a world like today where there's so much aggression going on we know this we we watch the news blah 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 if your method of Anger management is not really to manage anger, it's to get taken anger, like to relate to anger and affirm your anger. I feel that's counterproductive and I feel that's dangerous, not counterproductive. So when music is angry and people are angry, dude, riots happen. You know what I'm yeah. trying to say? It's like it's um, bad. this was um, a very interesting point uh, Danny, Danny once pointed out after um, DJ one of his gigs. And if you, if you ever pay attention to Danny's um, sets, he always ends his nights on like mellow, slow music, right? Right. Um, be it like a, a Bob Marley, could it be Rhea or something, you know, like something mellow that relaxes people. Mm. And he actually explained it to me once. He's like, you know, the biggest trick is over time as a DJ, he realized that whatever songs he plays in the last 10 minutes of a night mm. influences how people act. Mm. When he, he, if he drops like a, a trap song or like a hardcore hip hop track, He's like, like chances, the statistics, <laughs> yeah, the statistics of people getting into a fight increase. Right, it's dangerous. Right, and then he took it upon himself as a DJ, as a mm. responsibility, That's to true. make sure to address that, nice. because you don't want that. That'll ruin that. That'll ruin everybody's evening. You came out to have a good time. Yeah. So when he that ends it sense. on a mellower, happier song, people tend to end the night on a better, better state of mind. Well, that's good on him, man. That's how it should Which be. Yeah, you need to be smart amazing. with the music. Yeah, yeah. straight up, right? right. So. If, and so to go back to what you were saying, then yes, like you, um, it could be taught, right? And we gave the example of the anger management. I feel like even with that, when you look at these anger management trainings or whatever it is, they te- I, I believe like they try to teach you how to, I wouldn't say cope with it because it's, it's a form of energy. So it's actually utilizing that to doing something better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I could have adopted your, your aggression a few years ago. You could have put out an album like M.O.P. You could have put out an album uh, like, I don't know, what else do we got? Like a, a Rick Ross album. Or you could have just went out and had a fight. Whether you try to, teaching people how to cope with it mm. versus showing them or teaching them how to release it are two different things, right? If I taught you how to cope with it, it might not necessarily work until you've experienced Dude, and learned to on, release man. it Co- somewhere. Coping and releasing is part... They'll, in the teaching process, they'll show you everything. Come on, man. In a teaching process, they'll address both. Like, how to how to manage emotions and understand emotions is not something that's taught in schools. Yeah, this is bottom line. For example, here's the thing. The same way, that anger, you can take it out on a sandbag or you can take it out on somebody's face. You can take it out on a mic positively, or you can take it out on a mic negatively. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So, you, somebody having to teach me how to cope with it is not necessarily te- coping and me releasing that energy are two very different things. Coping is me accepting and trying to find a way to move on with my life with that ne- with that aggression. But coping is a sub coping or releasing is a subjective choice. What I'm trying to say is, if you have a method to cope slash release away from the mic, then when you come to the mic. 
you'll be a completely neutral person. And when you're neutral, you have clarity. Start weightlifting. Okay, whatever it is. <laughs> what I'm saying is do it away from the mic. Well, wait, so when you come to the there, mic, there's a clarity. But the, that's Point. the thing. As a rapper, the mic is your form of expression. The do writing it. is the form of expression. Now, when you come to write on a neutral basis, do you really write, though? Like, don't you have to have some kind of feeling, whether it's going to be a good one or a bad I one? Think, I think... Uh, uh, that's how poetry if you look, is no, written, but look, I think if you really look at songwriting, you'll see that these guys craft uh, from a new... The master songwriters, by the way, the guys who are able to write a song for you. Imagine, you're talking about writing your emotions. There's guys who can talk to you and write for you. That's advanced, man. And they will sit with you and make you sing it like it's yours. This is advanced stuff. So, that's like that. when you... Cube, dude, easy, if you're easy, a master... Sorry. Look in martial arts, man. When you're a master, you're neutral. When you're a master sportsman, you're neutral. You know, when you're a master boxer, you're neutral. You know what I mean? You don't let fear take any anger take over you. These guys are emotionless. They dare to do a job. Mike Tyson even says this. People think it's brutal, but when I when I when he says when he punches, I punch to go through with faith. <laughs> I want to, I want to, I want the punch to go through with faith. People think it's brutal, but it's just the art. It's the art. <laughs> that's what he says, man. And but that's why he comes look, but how like, he's oh, thinking. I want to come and eat your kids. Yeah, but th- that's that's when he lost it. You see, so you, know, you come, ne- listen, you, f- you come neutral, you, you look at everything as it is and, and you, you, you can, you have a control over your emotion yep. that you can put in whatever you want but to do. Coming, but coming to Firas's point, um, and I, I'm very with that, it, it, it starts in the writing. It starts in the writing process, right? So it's that master when had he's, to go through he had to go through that a process. in the gym or in the temple, right? As a martial arts. Um, when you're angry as a martial artist, what are you going to do? You're going to go go to your gym, go to your temple, and work it off. Break a sweat. It's a form of energy. you got to release it. You do that in the gym. But then when I'm in a match, I'm in a tournament, I'm against an opponent, that's when I'm sound, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm focused, and I'm emotionless. Beautifully said. Right? When you come because to a you show, found, that's you, when you're neutral. It. That's when you put but the emotions that you want to put but on the what, lyrics that you've already written. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, you gotta, you gotta crafting art masterfully is one thing. Going in there irresponsibly and just throwing out bullshit like most people are doing now yeah. is irresponsible. Yeah, you see? Yes. that's all I'm saying. So I, I'm judging my previous work as being irresponsible yes i had to might i might have needed to release it but i feel if i'd been able to manage it outside of uh, the artistic process when i come to the artistic process i'll have wisdom to share or it could have been write 32 bars get your anger out and then start from there on so the record the track you record you is you from bar that. 33 <laughs> onwards you can do that that's actually but not wait hard. i'm not i'm tripping over like what's what is in in low light conditions it was very chilled out this was very kind of a mellow no and man you, like uh, and gorilla concept, jungle uh skynet uh fort Lum. you're not saying go do this or go do that but or I i'm angry because of this or like no if you're saying something it's like if you're really pointing fingers you're pointing fingers at, at what's real if it's the system if it's the you know the 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 the, the hard day that you go go you know and, and what you're was, trying what to was say your track the the one about uh, taking a public buses to work uh, bus bus stop. Yeah. yeah, it was the bus stop. <laughs> now that's a form of expression and, right there. And here's the thing. He was talking about his reality of how he transports to work every day. But 
he he painted a pretty picture of it. He made it fun. Yeah, I like think it was the beat. Not <laughs> just the beat, but even 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 lyrically, yeah. like you didn't make it sound like it was the most painful process that you hated it and you hated everything to it. You actually kind of you animated that animated, made it funny. Yeah. It made it interesting. Like you know, you're telling a a funny story of of what you went through. Yeah. So it's it's in the delivery, it's in the articulation, awesome. and it's in which, the choice of words. Which space do you write from usually? Uh, what do you mean, like? Like you're feeling? talking about emotion, yeah, feeling. How do you do it? Um, unfortunately, it's mostly from a sad. Why? Because this is how I started writing my first poem. So you're conditioned to write the same way. Yes, it's very hard. No, but. I have reached to a point where I'm able to maybe a little bit adjust it accordingly. Do you feel like rapping in a joyful sense is cheesy? No. You do that. Bus stop. Just right there. But that wasn't joyful. You were still complaining about it. I wasn't complaining. Weren't you? I was happy, oh. man. Oh, okay. I like people driving me. <laughs> yeah, you know. But then this year, so look, it kind of also comes back to that that documentary we were talking about by that. Uh, that philosopher man i can't remember the one about beauty what is oh, beauty yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so he's he's saying that um, because of this nature of creation the process that we're all using we're creating ugly things hmm. uh, you were talking about the sistine chapel and stuff yeah. these guys were focused on making making beauty yeah i don't see anything like that today maybe in architecture and stuff you know what i mean but when you when you when dudes make a very like beauty beautiful painting you'll see it being sold in black one mall You know what I mean? When dudes have put blood splattered and crows and like buildings in grey and stuff, this is in an art gallery because it's saying something <laughs> about a crisis. You have to go and do something about the crisis. Don't make paint something about the crisis. I mean, we can come But at come that on, angle. Man. I know that's a bit that, harsh to say. You yeah, know I mean? like they're they're the artists and they they are, for example, like um, reflecting their reality. Now, now by reflecting their reality, they should be a little bit more artistic about it and make it a little bit more beautiful. But sometimes it's not beautiful sometimes that's what they see man like when I, I've, i've been to these poetry sort of joints man uh and i include myself in this uh, you, you tend <laughs> you tend to write some somber serious dark stuff i don't know why because we have this conditioning that when we go into a crowd and we want to move them we want to we want to touch into that that sad violin kind of no dark, but i went i went i went to the nurekan cafe in new york nurekan oh, no cafe way. is one of the best poetry uh stand up poetry places i've ever been to and luckily that night they had a they had a competition mm. and the dude that won was actually somewhat of a comedian through poetry right he's was he a fat dude no 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 skinny guy big fro um and it was it's a stand up poetry competition it was just random people that happened to be there mm. or like they, you know they're part of that society mm. and this dude was his in, All the four poems or five that he performed that night mm. were about different uh, different uh, experiences in his life, but he painted it in a very comical sense. Mm. So people actually were laughing, as opposed to the ones who came talking about relationship issues, talking about uh, struggles and life problems. Mm. And as you're saying, like they tend to be, you know, when they're written, like they come from a dark space. So he won. He won. You know? Do you won? Why? Tell Because, me why. Because that's the thing. He came. I he brought joy into the room, didn't he? Yeah. Doesn't this like kind of prove what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, you know, I it's it's completely right what you're saying. I'm not like, don't we need joy, man? I think we you do. need a balance. 
I think you need a bit of it. Like that, I think that, all of the emotions should they be balance felt. each other out exactly. Yeah, but it's not balanced. We're not getting hope. We're not getting joy. We're not getting plans. We're not getting direction. We're not getting motivation. We're not getting inspiration. Who We're getting. Come on, man. Come, bro, count that. how many. Come on, man. Where? Off the top. Uh, Yo, Robert but, Glasper. But even even his compositions yeah, but, bro, are amazing and hold joyful. On, hold on. Okay, me, I. I suppose when you listen to instrumental music, you can catch a feeling. Even no even like no uh, with Eric on Black Radio, the first track uh, is, Afro is Blue. Afro Blue. That's a very Beautiful. joyful track. What about regionally? What do you think we're getting sonically, lyrically? In the region? Mm-hmm. I Depends. mean, this is this is the region we, of heat. Yeah, you know what I'm trying yeah. to say. So that's the thing. When you look at Arabic music, they don't address that. They they go for the joy. When you listen to the rap. It's more on they the, don't really the go for the joy, the they balance? go for the lust. Like, okay, so they you, go for the lust. Exactly, but then you get the Arabic hip-hop and that's like the completely other uh, side of the spectrum, you know? What did yeah. Flash B put on the Facebook the other day? Dude, his comment was, was hilarious. You're like golden. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. He was talking... Oh, man. I, I don't yeah, want to misquote uh, this guy. Hold up, yeah, man. Yeah, put it up. Put it yeah, up. I don't want to misquote this dude. Because that was, that was a very interesting comment. And it's um, it made me look at things at a, at a different angle. Alright, where is... Okay, so he, this is what he said. So to the Arab... M- to some of the Arab MCs, don't act surprised when DJs don't play your songs. All this talk about struggle is overplayed by now. Give us a feel... Uh, give us a feel-good track. Not that emo dark... <laughs> Google the word hip-hop and forget about that 90 to 95 BPM for a while. You can be a great MC without reminding us that the world is fuck the whole album. <laughs> and stop the biggest lie uh, y- uh, you tell yourself and the people around you that I ain't selling out when in fact no one is offering to buy it in the first place don't blame me for saying this but I never had someone in the club or anyone calling a radio DJ saying great music and da- I'm dancing and my girl is having a good time I think she's getting by now but anyways <laughs> could you please play a song that makes her feel guilty and that makes my off <laughs> fair enough i mean fair enough that's that's uh he's uh man i okay he's honest and uh flies me is very transparent i mean i would yeah, yeah like you, very you have to appreciate it you have to appreciate it he, I, he has a point he does and uh the thing is i'm coming also from the perspective of yeah we got to write about the world and all that you know? yeah but uh, he has a point and i don't expect people to play the, the stuff that we but we why do you about. think mcs do that because they look around and they see no one addressing that they see the other side of the spectrum yo but, then- but when you're going to the list of worldwide mcs man Everybody's talking about political things because no worldwide no, MCs. No, nah, but because nah, but like because think about it. What are the what are the um, character archetypes of MCs? You know what an archetype is, right? Yeah. You know what an archetype mm-hmm. is. There are sixteen archetypes. Do you want to go through them? Well, no, but you're okay. talking about in terms of storytelling, right? No, in terms of personality archetypes. Uh, are we talking? That's a different thing. Okay. We're going a different direction. Archetype. Let's say. May, correct me if my description is wrong. Right. An archetype it. is like a is a character type. That fits mm-hmm. into a narrative. Yep. Okay. The the playboy, the joker. These so, are archetypes. Yeah, there's, there's sixteen right? of those. Okay, so there's a, there's rapper archetypes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one rapper archetype is the political MC. Yeah. Okay. Like the Chuck D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to some degree Tupac as well. And you know Tupac's big in this region. Mm-hmm. Now I'm saying, we're stuck on these archetypes. So every MC when he comes up, he writes trying to be like his favorite MC. 
He tries to fit that archetype. I'm saying if we wanna, if we wanna push songwriting in a in a new direction, we need new archetypes. You understand? These old archetypes, they're old. You know, people talk about music sounding old school because they're taking these old archetypes. L- rap lyrics haven't in- evolved as content, as ideas. Mm. The beats might have evolved. You know what I mean? But uh, the intention of the beat is still old school. You see, rap needs to evolve. Fair enough. You can have an old school beat, but if the if the if the content has evolved, then it's new school, right? If there's a rapper talking about something new, it's new school. We need new archetypes. These guys are following the same old thing: political MC, this political MC. There's nothing wrong with being that, but when you come at people the same way that hundreds and hundreds of other people have, they will dismiss you and put a block immediately. I know what you're about. They'll sum you up and dismiss you. I'm not trying to hear that thing about Coca-Cola from Mexico and you know this woman got like assaulted and you know like oh my god the suffering. We need new archetypes, man. I'm telling you. And there's nothing wrong with addressing suffering because it has to be addressed, but journalists do the same thing. Yes. There's entire documentaries doing the same thing. Authors doing the same thing. Political so activists then, doing the same thing. And here's thing. the thing, doesn't so does it goes back to that same thing of isn't that means the scale is imbalanced. Exactly. There has to be a balance. Because if I'm getting too much struggle, too much aggression, too much anger, too much lust, all of these negatives, then that's where the scale is tipping. Mm -hmm. As opposed to, you know, positivity, energy, joy, happiness, family, the good times, and painting that picture or a new archetype that goes on that side of the scale, Mm. right? Because if music is meant to be felt or art is meant to be felt and you have different directions for it and different angles to look at it from be it um escapism be it healing uh be it um soul food Mm -hmm. be it the different uh ways or be it uh, documentation so in all of these spectrums to it and when you're talking about rap and it's coming on the side of the scale that means there has to be something that counter that balance right exactly so the same way you needed to release your aggression why are you not releasing the happiness your joy well. man can exactly. you explore your joy yeah. maybe that'll solve explore your freaking it. issue man for a second yeah. you know what i'm trying yeah. to say um because everybody's got problems yeah yeah uh, no matter how rich or poor you are right but understanding how to fix your mind will do you more good than understanding how to punch a wall yeah. you see the aggression is the easy part converting your life into something that's positive at the end of the day is the hard part yeah Agreed. And if we have more people taking that path, which is a difficult path, we're all on it, maybe the art would change. And when the art changes, remember how we said people are Im- uh, uh, life imitating art. Remember, yeah. we talked about the music video, right? That's life they imitating art. They feed each other back. If we can create the, the, this art that's um, a result of work, self-work to get to, the po- to get to the right place as a human being, maybe the life will imitate art. Hmm. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Who knows? Huh? I'm just. It's just a freaking idea. No, it's right, and I'm I'm completely with that to be yeah. honest. And I think it gets. Um, okay, speaking about regionally, I think it's still in an amateur kind of level. I think once we master our art, we will be able to convert it. I think it's more of adolescence. Like it's still growing. There's still yes, a lot yo, for exactly. to learn. There's a range of human emotions, man. Exactly. I myself have not even like on a on a writing tip, I've not tapped into it. But there's so much there. True. And that's why I, I admire authors and, and these old school songwriters. Which is why it's in hindsight. You know, always. remember how 
they got into this there was a point in hip hop where dudes were like hating on the old school MCs like these guys need to get out the way so the the young kids yeah, can yeah. bring that new sound this is the ignorance of the youth no because who will tell you about what's ahead better than your big brother yeah. and who will tell your big brother about what's ahead better than your father sure. and who will tell your father like your grandfather you see the the hierarchy of men is necessary yeah, so course. we can we can glean off their wisdom and correct our steps yeah these like people what? are dismissing the older people because of, in western society i believe maybe i'm wrong but the old the old and it's disappearing from our society mm. as well the old folk are put aside like yeah, they're yeah. not ve- ve- on TV. Well, how many old people do you see yeah. on TV exactly. these days? And that's where it's the like, wisdom is. Exactly. In it's order like, for you to forecast, you need to understand the historical exactly. events. Exactly. My dad. My dad always says that. My dad always says like, um, a smart man learns from his mistakes, but it's like a wise man learns from other people's mistakes. Right. Correct. Right? And the way to learn that is by having the conversation with the OGs. With the True. OGs. Right. True. They tell you we went through this, so you don't. Mm. Right. I I did something wrong. This was my experience, and they have. And by the way, sit with any OG; they have no problem telling you that. Right? They have yeah. no problem telling you their they stories. Want to, and what, they yeah. want to because, because they've like, reached that. Yeah. They've gone through it all. Yeah, and they've they like seen they that man. It's not even worth it. Let's let's make our the youth better than us. Exactly. But instead, it's the other way around. And, yeah, uh, it's crazy. And the, the, that that type of respect for um, el, uh, el, elder elder statesmanship is lost in uh, cultures like hip hop. Yeah. yeah, it used to be. People like Keras one try to promote it, but everybody's just dismissive of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's it's no longer a culture. People talk about it being a culture. You know what I mean? And they declare it a culture. It's not a culture, man. It's just mm. it's just a selling tool right now. There's no mm. culture in it. To tell me you got something cultural. Got something. Yeah, yeah. After all those, it better yeah. be. Last week's one was good. Yeah, oh good. no no but no! I'm thinking of the wrong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was low. Oh yeah. Sorry, no, sorry. the one that started with the needle. Oh. That was the one before. Yeah, that's a bit. That's a bit <laughs> But you know what? Oh yeah. You know what? I loved it because we love most cities mixes though. But Dude, he's you know, on point. Yo, he's killing no, no, it. Yeah, no point. Yo, musically, I love those guys' work. Yeah. yeah. But that 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 needle one. The reason why I loved it is if anybody grew up out of here. Yeah, it's so <laughs> nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. And it actually, so props to you, man, for, oh, man. You know, you put me on that. Put me on <laughs> it that. was so nostalgic. Like when I saw, I was like, oh, yo, Tufa's got to hear yeah, this. Yeah. Like, yo, let me drop you like. But you know, quick. we're gonna do a lot more of those. You Definitely, know th- there's gonna be yo, plenty of that. Yo, keep that nostalgia that's coming. Straight up. Yeah, yeah, that's part of the feel good vibe too. Exactly. Yeah, yes. To take you there. Keep it coming. Anyways, let's pop it.
emergency situation only. There's no such thing for us to Get it how you live it. Nah, if that shit's in our hand, oh my god, get it how you show me. Live it? But you can also live it how you get That's it. Can you do it?
was strong with this one though Over 9,000 midi-chlorians say so Really show no mercy, all master, no mercy So these little bastards in the journeys of my troubled mind Shattered by your blasphemy Look at what you find inside, now you can't imagine me Running high, the captain's here, fucking die This is why, uh, we had to bring the guns out Rattle neighbor's windows every night until the sun's out Two dudes, two eyes, with strange leaders Kitty cats, a couple blunts, my dude ain't feeder with the guys at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud at Dukan Show. Subscribe to the show on your iTunes and Stitcher to stay up to date. And if you like what you hear, give it a rating. 
The Khan is hosted by OT, Irshad, and Tufus. You can also reach them on their personal social media profiles at OT Official and at Irshad underscore INI. And you can also reach Tufus at soundcloud.com slash Firas Ibrahim. Salam.
see A rockin' exterior that's contrasting with my ability There's really nothing so special about the box But check me when the beat drops Manifest shit the J Ipper Rich deliverance from inner Self someone else standing taller thinking bigger He walks you a footer in this trivial era He talks calmly with this law man his demeanor I'm the student, he's the teacher He is the effort it takes between breathing and breathing a little deeper He sits beneath the surface of my conscience Nonchalant only to emerge if it's at his leisure He's playing with me man, relate if you can Fundamentally he's I yet much more than I am He formulates a thought, I get poised with my pen He breaks it down in words, now I swore with my pen And there you have it, even as I speak this is happening It brings it from the gut as I step to kick the raps in Moving hands and all that MC jazz That ain't me when I'm getting all cocky on your ass At the show on stage Understand my persona change with the first no blade like my memories are haze I've been here an hour But I've been gone for days In the midst of an entity, internally I submerge, ignoring my identity. Uh, density, slipping off life's discrepancies, sinking through deeper pipes of instrumentalities. Reaching the end, subconscious tempo, I feel me craving to extend my second darkest mental. Then I spark the info and breathe heavy like this beatbox, I'm rocking your gentle. Yo, I'm sick of reality, highly uncompatible vibes. Repel all the energy of humans walking alive. When demons call me, I rise, and so I open my eyes, huh? Break through fetus with feet pushing to slice this. Negative creature is headed bent procedures. Hallucinogenic experience beneath my features. Stuffed like beaches, blood clot, my liquid injected with seizures, infected and connected. Through his perspective, I find myself injected and disconnected like death intersecting through my chest. And so I rest to sleep, never in peace. The mirror reflects a beast that's relevant to me. But I still insist and I still believe that this man unknown to man is the better half of me. Philistines taking a strong hit Teleport to rice fields of Philippines A bad dream while my head was guillotined Lying headless Out my neck calling killer bees and millipedes Then I woke trying not to choke Saw a lady smiling at me speaking to me Hindi Her head swaying I'm blinded by the glowing red bindi Getting brighter and brighter I know. 
know, I know, and I know. I know too. I know.